Hi, welcome to Peanut Butter and Jelly Shoes. My name is Caitlin. I'm Tiffany. What did we watch today, Tiffany? Today we were really getting in the holiday spirit. We sure are. So we watched, what was it, 1987? Yeah. 1987 classic, is A it Muppet Family Christmas. A Muppet Family Christmas. I mean, I think it's a classic. Yeah, it is now. Because I just said it? No, it's it's okay. it's one of those though. It always goes under the radar when people release top ten Christmas special lists. Like I never see it on there. Right, because they're thinking of a Muppet Christmas Carol, and they Which don't is, think of this one. This one's better. I like it because it's quick and tight. <laughs> That's what she said. He it's, said it's only what? What did we say? Forty five minutes. Yeah, it's about forty five minutes, but it's like an it was like an hour long Christmas special. Yeah, nineteen eighty seven, and it was fantastic. I enjoyed myself watching it. Me too. Uh, did you grow up on this one? Um, no, not really. No? I know I've seen it, but mm-hmm. I don't think I'd seen it multiple times. Mm. You? Yeah. No, we recorded it off the TV illegally, sure. as we, as my family did all the sure. time. And no, this is a regular family favorite. We used to watch it all the time, and then I went cold turkey, and then just saw it again recently. <laughs> cold turkey. That oh, that's actually relevant to the. Because there's a lot of plot th- question mark cold turkeys in this. There's a lot of there's turkeys in this. That's for sure. For sure. I mean the loose broad strokes of this. Fozzie has this giant pickup truck and he's loaded all of his pals into it and they're driving to his mom's house in the country yeah. just to go visit her for Christmas without calling to let her know. Which is horrible. Well, if he's doing that thing that all kids do where they think their parents don't have lives, like, outside of them. So as far as Fozzie's concerned, his mom is just, like, waiting for him to come home and visit. No, but she's not. She's She planned a trip to California. Yeah, she's excited. She wants to spend Christmas in Malibu. She's got her suntan lotion. She's bought her plane tickets. She's out the door. Let's just talk about suntan lotion for a bear. First of all. Oh my god, that didn't even occur to me. Right? She also took surfing lessons for three months, we learned. Yeah. Um, I also learned that they're the same exact puppet, just she's got a wig on. But they're different because they're in the same scene together. But it's like the same model. It's it's the backup Fozzie puppet that she slapped a wig on. Well, it works because it's like it's his mom. It works. Yeah. (laughs) It worked. So they it start, it's a musical story? Oh, yeah. Well, because it opens with it's all the Muppet characters in the truck, as Tiffany said. And they're, like, they're singing um, the Christmas song from Auntie Mame. Sure. It's the, like, we need a little Christmas now. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, a thousand of them stuffed into this truck. So many. Yeah. And so it's not just Fozzie going home to his mom's place. Surprise. It's, like, oh, me and, like, 40 of my best friends. It's Fozzie and everyone he's ever met. It's literally all the Muppets. Even the ones that were, like, what the hell is that? Like, even the filler Muppets. Even the filler Muppets. Like, that creepy one with the nose. Like... There's a lot of creepy ones with noses. No, but I mean, Which like, the, one, the, one that, the one that were, like, you were, like, who's the creepy one? And he looked like a clown. Oh, yes. And he never like, looked him up like Rolo or whatever. He had like on like that. the Elizabethan puffy collar. Yes. He's there and like rabbits are there and like Everyone rock. is there. Yeah, all of them. All of them. They show up, but I do love Fozzie's mother. Fozzie's mom is great. She takes it in stride. She did. Well, she like also rented her house out. Yes, to somebody. So she was going to be making money off of... She rented her farmhouse mm-hmm. to Doc and Sprocket, mm-hmm. who are from Fraggle Rock. Mm-hmm. They wanted a nice country family Christmas, or no, a quiet, a Christmas quiet Christmas in the country, right? And I don't blame them because I'm right on board with Doc right there, right? But guess what? Nope, didn't happen because everyone showed up. Everyone showed up, 
Meanwhile, okay, this is back when plane tickets, plane tickets are still expensive, but back in the 80s, they were adjusted for inflation even more expensive. So she just ate the cost of the equivalent of like $1,000. Right. For the plane tickets, and I felt really bad for her, but she took it really well. She's like, oh, well, I guess we'll just make room for everybody. Good thing they went to Fozzie's mom's house, which is a giant farmhouse. Yeah, it could fit everyone. Now, I have a question about Muppet size. Okay. Um, so I looked it up. <laughs> There's, uh, There really isn't a thing like a dwarf bear. Like the smallest bear is a sun bear. And like mm-hmm. they're about five feet tall. Still pretty tall. That's very tall. Fozzie is a bear. Fozzie and his mom come up to like barely the chest. Barely of Doc. the chest. <laughs> they hardly come up to the chest of Doc. Like they're smaller than humans. So I just have mm-hmm. a lot of questions about that. Well, they also speak English and they wear clothes. Well, and they live long enough to you know take three months surfing. Less. Also, the bears can surf. <laughs> In this universe, okay. Well, we all, we had another weird moment like that where um, when Rolf arrives and he and Sprocket, because Sprocket's a dog, but he acts like a dog. Yes. And Rolf is a dog, but he talks speak. and plays the piano. So they had that moment where they interact and they're like, "Oh!" And then Rolf is barking like a dog, and Rolf, sorry, Sprocket <laughs> is barking like a dog, and Rolf is just going, "Oh yeah, bark, bark, totally bark, bark." Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, "Oh wait, they understand each other." But like they, but they're different like intelligence levels and yeah. I guess it, it, it was just it had thrown me and I never thought of that before. Yeah, how big a bear is compared to a human? Because then there's another bear later building a snowman with them who's like actual bear size. Yeah, that's true. But it's I, well, it's, it's one of those. It's like the Disney Pluto's a dog and Goofy's a dog questions. Fair. Yeah, it's just gonna. Okay. There's no answers. Okay, but it's fantasy. True. They're all puppets they're in the end. Puppets in the end. Um, there, every puppet's there. Yeah, all the puppets, including Sam the Eagle. He walks in and goes, "Why am I here?" And I've never identified with Sam the Eagle more in that moment. I felt that in my soul. Yeah. Why are any of us here? Yeah, he Sam? just he's just looking around at all the. <laughs> Why am I here? You know, I wrote down, "Am I Sam the Eagle?" <laughs> a little I bit. No, a little. And then you lost your. Ding dang mine when the Swedish chef came in. I'm so excited. With you the were chef. so excited. Is he your favorite? He's, yeah, actually, I wanted to ask you that. So I think I think after lots of consideration, the Swedish chef is probably my favorite Muppet. Okay. Do you have a favorite Muppet? I do. Who is it? Do you want to try to guess? Miss Piggy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Piggy is a hundred percent my favorite Muppet, and I could give you like an hour long thesis about why. You said you were real excited to talk about Miss Piggy. I I love Miss Piggy's a gay icon. Miss Piggy, oh, is she? Miss Piggy's basically a drag queen. She you really think about is. It, yeah. Like she's very flamboyant, loud, over the top. She fluctuates between having like a feminine voice and then her deep voice. Mm-hmm. She loves theater. She loves performing. She's just, like, extra with a capital E. She is. She is a drag queen. She is, but she's also, like, I think she's supposed to be female. Like, Oh, like, she, yes. like She has drag although queen. Although, actually, none of them have genitalia. They're puppets. She has drag queen energy. She does have, yes. She's, like, the, like, one of the OG. No, she's not OG, but, you know. I see how she's an icon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love Miss, I can't get enough of Miss Piggy. No, she's, uh, she definitely, like, elevates everything she's in like she's the only muppet that got a grand entrance like everyone else came in yes. in groups or like even big ones came in like oh hey so-and-so's here no miss piggy is just like 
Miss Piggy's doing a photo shoot, so she can't be bothered to get to Christmas right away. She's, like, talking on the phone while she's posing for this photo shoot. I love that in this universe, like, she is a big model. Like, she's... She's famous. She's a celebrity. She has a person. She has a chauffeur. She says. Yeah. I mean, I just picture her as like Barbara Streisand in the Muppet world. She pretty much is Barbara Streisand. Yeah. yeah. She just can't be bothered with their like little like she didn't want to get in the pickup truck. No. She'd have a personal chauffeur. I get it. I get yeah. it. Piggy. Miss Piggy. She's still no Swedish chef though. No, that that's fair. But you got so your face just like lit up. Yeah. You were that's so right. excited. I was. <laughs> And Doc, you know, was so angry and cranky. Well, angry is wrong. Cranky. When mm-hmm. more and more people started filing in. He he did, but he... He took a turn. Well, I get it. Because it's like, imagine if you rented an Airbnb and then 47 people showed up. Right. And half of them are animals. And you don't even know what some of them are. Yeah, they're just like... as He kept calling them weirdos. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it's true. It's like when you step back and look at the, um, the sort of... What? Universe. No. <laughs> okay. Just the um, what do you like the the smorgasbord of of creatures that just entered that house? Mm. You're like, yeah, they're weird. Like they're all strange. And through Doc's eyes, I like finally understood. Yeah. Like, you have animal. You've got Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. You've got like, a lot going on. Yeah, there's so many things happening. So many different kinds of Muppets. And I know Doc is supposed to be portrayed as a curmudgeon, but he does such a... He's like like the Fozzie mother. Like, he's very like, oh, well, I guess this is Christmas now. Right. Right. Strangers. Good for him. Yes. <laughs> Good for him. One of my fav- favorite running jokes was, so a Swedish chef is supposed to be there to cook dinner, Christmas dinner. Yeah. So... Which uh, is a turkey dinner. Right. So it's like a turkey, and he apparently... Off screen, called an actual turkey and invited him to dinner. Yes, and he, and the turkey showed up with a tennis racket. <laughs> the turkey showed up with and a, a tennis racket and sunglasses and a hat. Yeah, and Tiffany turns to me and she says, <laughs> "What did you say to me?" I don't remember. You said, "Is he a jive turkey?" Because well, he was wearing a hat. No, that's exactly. <laughs> I was like, because <laughs> I think like they thought he was cool, but I'm like. And so then I said, how is he jive? And you said, he's wearing a hat. Yeah. It's, yeah? <laughs> that the whole that's thing? where, yes, that's my whole logic. Um, I don't know if he was, maybe he, he was a cool turkey. Cool. He was a cold turkey. He was, because yeah. he had a scarf. Yes. I don't think they made it with he that was joke, though. He chili turkey. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so the Swedish chef invited him, to, and the turkey thought he was coming there to participate in, like, general Christmas festivities. He didn't realize he was being invited to be murdered. He's naive. He's stupid. Yeah, well, he survived Thanksgiving. I feel like at this point he feels invincible. Well, that's a really good point. Yeah, I mean, Thanksgiving's the big one. It's his origin story. I'd be more concerned if I was Miss Piggy. A Christmas ham? Yeah. You don't want to... Nobody's going to try to kill Miss Piggy? She, to be fair, no one could kill Miss Piggy even if they tried. <laughs> no. She'd karate chop them to death. <laughs> yes, she sure would. Um, no, but my, so then my favorite running joke was the Swedish chef then, the turkey escapes his clutches somehow, mm-hmm. and then, so then the Swedish chef is basically just trying to eat everyone else in the house. So yes. First she tries to eat Sprocket the dog. Yes. So he, had Doc not intervened, the Muppets would have all consumed dog for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Then yes. he was interested in Camilla. Oh, yeah, he wanted to eat Camilla. No, he didn't want to eat Camilla. No, the turkey was interested in Camilla. 
No, but I thought the Swedish chef was like sizing up Camilla too, or asking about where the chickens were. Oh yeah, he was. He was asking about the chickens. He didn't like that there were chickens in the kitchen. I don't. Remember. It's hard to know because he doesn't actually speak English words. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone else can understand. Everyone else yeah. is fluent in Swedish. They're all yeah. bilingual. Um, no, but then the best was. Then somebody tries to direct the Swedish chef's attention. Oh, we didn't even get to the biggest part. I yet. know you're okay, about I'm, to I'm jumping the gun here. Jumping the gun. So this is a marriage of worlds in this movie. Yeah, it is and it isn't, but it is. It's a marriage. It's like we hadn't seen these characters interacting before. Mm-hmm. Like um, it's very cold outside. People hear something in the distance. I think it's Kermit. I think it's Christmas carols. Yeah, well, Kermit hears something in the distance. He's like, everybody, let's come outside. And then, like, around the corner comes the entire Sesame Street gang. Which I I gotta tell you, as, like, a three- and four-year-old watching this special, it blew my mind. Really? It was the crossover crossover event of the... Of my universe. It would be like okay. the equivalent of like Marvel superheroes showing up in a, spe- a Star Wars movie. I think my mind was more blown by the Flintstone, Flintstones Jetsons crossover. That was a big one too. I was very happy about that yeah. one. I remember that. But this was a big moment. You're right. Yeah. And Caitlin loves Big Bird. Do I? You do. You talk about being sad at the Big Bird video at the funeral. No, because that was Jim Henson's funeral. Oh, I it, thought you were a Big Bird fan. No, he's fine. I like Big Bird. Oh. But he's not I my favorite. Who's your favorite Sesame Street character? Um, I don't know. I, I, I There's too many that I really like. I mean, yeah. we were a strong, a religiously Bert and Ernie household growing up. Sure. Um, but my sister was, that was more my sister's jam. Yeah. I was a periphery fan. Okay. Um. I don't know. No, I don't know if I have one specific one that I like. Yeah. Cookie Monster, Oscar, they're all good. All good. They're all top notch. Yeah. They all have such good personalities. No, but <laughs> imagine being a four year old and you watch you're watching your favorite thing, the Muppets, and then your second favorite thing, Sesame Street, just comes literally singing around the corner. And I still like even when it happened in this when we were watching it, now that I'm thirty something, I still like got excited. Aww. I was like, Oh my god, it's it's the Sesame Street gang. That's cute. Um, yeah, so they all come around the corner and they also decide to stay in Fozzie's grandma's house. No, it's Fozzie's mother's house. Yeah, so they add another like thirty bodies to the house at least. Yeah, it's exhausting. And their bodies of all shapes and sizes. Right. Including one very big one. Big boy. Big boy. <laughs> Big boy, big bird. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so circling back to the Swedish chef, <laughs> he spies big bird in the living room. Oh, the turkey was like, hey, you know, you think I'm a big bird? Yeah. Like, look, check, you don't want to cook me. Like, look over here. And so he pushes the Swedish chef out of the kitchen, and big bird's in the living room. Yeah. Swedish Swedish chef loses his goddamn mind. He got, like, the biggest culinary boner you can possibly imagine. He was carrying a roasting pan, and he literally threw <laughs> it in the air. With his human hands. With his human hands, which is my favorite part of him. And he's, I wrote down what he said. He goes, Gobla, gobla, humonga. <laughs> did you write that? I sure did. Look at that. I did. <laughs> oh, that's great. And it was, it was delightful. So then I, like, of course, when you're a little kid, you don't realize it. But you're like, oh, my God. He's trying to eat Big Bird. Like, Big yeah. Bird is going to die. And everyone's fine with it. But I like that they, like, kind of inter... Because the Muppet humor has always been more mature a little yeah. bit. So it's like they're trying to weave that into the Sesame Street humor. Oh, my God. Which is... They did great. You know, looking back at my notes, I wrote down when the Sesame Street people showed up to Carol, under your breath, you just went, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you were so happy. 
<laughs> no, I was. I was I was really delighted. Yeah. You know who's missing right now, though? Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. She's stuck. Now there's a blizzard. She was doing her photo shoot, then she had to go shopping. She had to go teensy-weensy bit of Christmas shopping. Yeah, she can't get there. And she was buying Kermit. I was Okay, this bothered me. She was out there buying Kermit a gift for Christmas. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you caught it, but she was like, oh, fuzzy green slippers. I saw that. They just look like Kermit's feet. But they were fuzzy. Right, but can you imagine if someone bought you, like, human feet? No. For slippers? I truly cannot. That's creepy. I wouldn't like it. And she asked for them to be gift wrapped, and she was so excited about it, too. I mean, that's a personalized gift of it. Yes. <laughs> so she's still out in the storm, and at this point, Kermit's starting to get worried about her because he's like, mm-hmm. oh no, like, she, like the weather's starting to turn. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the hardest, to be fair, we laughed a lot actually watching this. Yes. Openly laughed numerous times and one of the hardest we laughed was they cut into the news you remember this i do what were they doing i love a sight gag (laughs) i love a sight gag coupled with a shitty pun Mm -hmm. and the newscaster what did he say he said barometers barometers are are falling and a whole bunch of actual barometers fell from the ceiling and hit him and we laughed (laughs) so hard and i'm not ashamed we laughed that hard on a on one glass of wine. Yeah. We weren't even finished. We thought it was like a half a glass of wine oh at that God. point. Oh, my God. It no, was so funny. That was pure sober humor. Yeah. It was really good. Um, then there's a lot of singing that we haven't really talked about. They were, they've were they been doing a lot of caroling, a lot of singing. There was a really great duet, a really tender moment. Do you know which one I'm going to talk about? Fozzie and the Snowman? No. Oh, Robin and Kermit? Hell no. No, what are we talking Okay, so... There's a lot of duets. There's a lot... That's... You're right. You're right. So, the Swedish chef wants to kill Big Bird, and Big Bird oh. comes into the kitchen. Oh, right. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I just wanted to, like, introduce myself to the chef and, like, give you this bag of chocolate-covered bird seed I made myself. M- meanwhile, as Big Bird is, like, sort of, like, awkwardly jostling his big body through the kitchen, Swedish chef is following him and throwing salt and spices on him. Yes, he is, and he's trying to like. Did you try to measure him? I don't know. He was trying to like. That, he measured the, turkey. measured the turkey. Yeah. And then he gives him the gift, and it moves Swedish Chef <laughs> to his very core. Because he was like, "Well, I know you're from Sweden, and you must be lonely because all your family's back in Sweden." It's beautiful. Oh my god, it was really touching. It was. And also, how did Bird know about this? I don't know. No. Well, anyway, so he touches. The Swedish chef's cold Swedish heart. Yeah, and they sing a little song. Mm-hmm. Well, they sing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, it was really cute. It was a tender moment. <laughs> it was. <laughs> what happened next? Um, oh, wait. This was... Oh, is this the moment where they go outside with the snowman? No, the snowman comes inside. We oh, both yeah. laughed aloud again. Yes. Remember, because, um, so earlier, Fozzie goes outside to build a snowman, and it comes to life. Yes, and they have, like, a whole little joke routine they come up with. They're soulmates. Mm-hmm. Instant. Instant soulmates. They both have a horrible sense of humor. And then, um, so he's like, oh, this is great. So he tells Kermit, come outside and meet my snowman friend. And, Snow- and Kermit is saying, like, oh, I don't want to go outside. It's too cold. Um, but, the- but the best joke was... Um, he goes, oh, my friend is outside. He's a snowman. And what does Kermit say? 
Oh, I, I don't remember. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm looking at you terrified. I don't oh, remember. No, I thought you were excited to say. No, I'm excited to hear what we laughed at. No, because, so he's <laughs> like, oh, I want to take, Kermit, I'm going to take you outside to meet my uh, my friend. And he's like, oh, your friend? Who's your friend? And, and Fuzzy goes, he's a snowman. And then Kermit goes, the heck you say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was very abrupt and out of left field. Right. The heck you the say? The heck you say? <laughs> Which is just an antiquated way of saying, like, what the hell? What the fuck? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the heck you say? Yeah, the heck you say. And then he opens the door, and the snowman comes inside, and he goes, oh, like, boy, I need to come in here to warm up. And he's like, oh, I guess it is cold. Like, it's so cold, the snowman came inside to warm up. I was hoping the snowman was going to melt, and this was going to take, like, a tragic turn, but mm-hmm. that didn't happen. Well, one of the things they kept talking about with the weather, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, no, they didn't. They didn't go into full frosty territory. That no. would have been a little too depressing, I think. Probably. One thing that was a line that was repeated multiple times when they were talking about the cold weather outside was that it was like, it's so cold out, you'll freeze your Winnebago. Right. And I think at one point I looked at you and I was like, is Winnebago the slang for, for dick? Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just my head is always thinking about. I don't know. <laughs> Winnebago's or dick? Oh, both. <laughs> dicks in Winnebago's but it was just like such a a a random arbitrary thing to say is gonna freeze that I was like this has to be this is like someone on the crew made that joke and then that's just gone around on the set and they were like how can we work this in and no one's gonna know we're talking about dicks it's definitely like a it is a veiled dick joke for sure what else would it be Winnebago I mean, surely they couldn't have been talking about an actual Winnebago. No, that would have been silly, especially since they came over in a pickup truck. Correct. There's no Winnebagos to be seen. Just a bunch of dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. So, anyway. So, back in the house, you know what happens next? Um, fucking scrappy-doo. No, a fraggle hole. We were both going to get there, but in different ways. I was going to say Robin, who's like the scrappy-doo of this series. Oh, you hate Robin. I do. I made a discovery in the basement, Kermit, which is so creepy. Right. He's like, come down here, Uncle Kermit. I've made a discovery in the basement. So he follows him into the cellar. Yeah, and they find a fraggle hole. Yeah. And they go inside the fraggle hole together. And this is another one of my, you're just going to like poo-poo me down about it. But I was really confused about the size again. Because I thought fraggles were supposed to be very small. Yeah. And they were the same size as Kermit. Mm. And I that threw me. Because I thought that they were tinier. Or maybe, yeah. I, maybe I'm misremembering their scale. No, I just... Like next to the humans. But like I thought next to Doc and stuff, they were like... Little itty bitty. No, I think they were like that size. Oh well. Because there was an episode of Fraggle Rock. I do remember, like deep dive right here. The Fraggles interact with Doc because it was always the joke that Doc is like, "Oh, something's happened in my factory, my laboratory, right. not my laboratory, my my basement, my, like in <laughs> his kitchen." Yeah. I don't know. And like things have been shuffled around, and it's those darn like the Fraggles are a secret. Right. And there was an episode where the Fraggles interact with Doc. I think it was pretty much the same size. Okay. I guess. I guess that that just threw me. Something else that threw me, they were talking about, I think this has to have been an original song they threw in, which was a garbage original song oh, the Pass called it on. Pass It On. Yeah. Hated it. Oh, I liked it because it was jazzy. 
Or no, it wasn't jazzy. It was like island tune. It was just funny because they're, they're singing a whole song about like basically getting a gift and then just passing it on to someone else. And I'm like, but that's so like someone spent the time and the effort to like look for a gift for you and then you're just going to pass it on. Yeah, that's what I do. Well, you've never done it to me. And for that, I thank you. Well, I don't know. Well, you've fair, never re-gifted something to me. Not re-gifted. A lot of gifts I've received over the years have been gifted to Goodwill. Have you... You've never given anything... I've stopped giving you actual tangible gifts. You say this. What was the last tangible gift I gave you? Oh, I don't remember, because I probably put it to Goodwill. (laughs) You? Bitch. I can look around here and see cross-stitches I've made for you. Yeah, no, to be fair, you're right. And I've been trying to do... We haven't done your birthday yet. My birthday was months ago. I know, and I said I wanted to take you to the Wolf Sanctuary, and we haven't done it yet. All right, well, we can do that. Okay. Anyway, they're, ta- they're like, talking about just passing on these gifts. We're going to yeah. have a conversation off mic about you re-gifting my stuff. But so there's this pebble yeah. that they've been giving around. And they said, this pebble's been in circulation for 37 years. And I was like, holy shit, I thought the fraggles were, like, preteens. They're a grown, almost middle-aged Fraggles. No, I think fraggles are supposed to be like mythical creatures. So 37 years and fraggle time is like 37 months in human time. Like they just are around forever. I guess. They're just like, because they're like little like gnomes or elves or something. I just, it threw me. I actually liked the pass it on. Of course you did. Because it's the idea is you get a pebble and you, you go to somebody that you like and you say, I appreciate you. Here's a pebble as a token of my appreciation for you. Thank you. And then that person then turns and gives the pebble to somebody else. And it's like, it keeps going every Christmas, but every year one new person gets the pebble. So I like that because it's like, they don't have any money because mm-hmm. they're fraggles. They don't have jobs. Mm-hmm. And that's like their way of being like, we're, we're not creating waste, mm-hmm. but we're showing our appreciation in a tangible way that is still like, you know, like the, it's the, it's more about the idea of knowing that that person appreciates you. You relate to fraggles. hundred <laughs> percent. And I also want to live under crap. Are you a fraggle? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, you also really liked that song because there was some great horn noises and oh. every time there was one of them, you laughed. The little yellow. I mean, so did I there's too. a little yellow fraggle who every time that they would like get a beat, he'd go like honk honk. And like. <laughs> And they consistently did it throughout the entire song. And he would just, like, pop his little fuzzy head above all the other fraggles and just go honk, honk. Yeah. And, it just, and I laughed out loud every time. It was funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I am very easy to please, apparently. <laughs> it's okay. So then, after the your least favorite part, probably, the fraggles. No, I liked the fraggles. I just didn't like the fraggle song. Okay. Well, I didn't like how it ended. That the Fraggles s- or the whole movie? No, the, no, the <laughs> sequence with the Fraggles. How did it end? So they're like, oh, we got to get upstairs. Kermit is sick of this. Like, he's like, all right, great. Well, that was a nice song. Anyway, we got to go. Like, mm-hmm. it was so like, I need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And then they gift Robin the pebble. And they're like, you know what, Robin? We've been circulating this pebble for 37 years. 37 years. You take the pebble, Robin. And Robin does not even say thank you. He well, Robin's goes, a little bitch. He just goes, oh, <laughs> cool, a pebble. And then they just go upstairs. It's like their family heirloom they've given to this kid they just met. I mean, they did just sing a whole song about it. Right. And then like and about how much it, it meets. Yeah. And they're like, here, you take it. He's like, all right. And then they just leave. Well, yeah. Robin's a little bitch. Why do you hate Robin so much? I don't know. <laughs> 
I don't get a good vibe from Robin. Yeah? I don't know. He's He's, one of the OG Muppets. I just don't like him. He always felt like an add-on to me. He's unnecessary. I always thought he was a newer Muppet, that it was like the Cousin Oliver and Brady Bunch Yeah, thing. he's like the throw-on, tag-on character. Like, that's we need like a kid the death Muppet. knoll of the series. No, but he's been around since the 60s. But why do we need Robin? What does Robin add? Robin was brought on, I think, for the Muppet Frog Prince special. Back You're such a dork. I, though this was one of, I used to watch this when I was little, another VHS ripoff. Sure. Of it, they had the Muppet Frog Prince, which was done in the late sixties, mm-hmm. and Robin was brought on to be the Frog Prince. That like the the princess kisses him and he turns into a dude. Okay, but they didn't want to do that with Kermit. They didn't want Kermit to be the Frog Prince because like Kermit's already like betrothed. Well, no, this was pre Miss Piggy. Oh, so Robin predates Miss Piggy by like ten years. They didn't want to sexualize Kermit. I guess they they wanted him to be the host of it, and they didn't want him to like get married and like okay. become a human. So they created a Robin specifically for that purpose, and so then he's just become a character. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, he did always just seem like a, a throw-on character. No, he's uh, older than Miss Piggy. He's older than a lot of the Muppets. Yeah, well, fuck Robin. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I get what you're thinking. Like, he totally feels like the scrappy Look, he doesn't add anything, yeah, he's in just, my opinion. Yeah, he's just... We already know, got a frog. I know, we don't need another frog. Well, this is a smaller frog. I don't need a... Teeny frog. Yeah, I mean, Kermit's already pretty small. Like, now you have a really small frog. Good for a regular size Muppet frog. <laughs> <laughs> well, so anyway, so that's kind of the last major Kermit, or not Kermit, uh, Robin moment. Correct. But then afterwards, you're absolute. When, so when they go back upstairs, uh-huh. do you remember what happens? No. You're, you're like looking at me, like, like no, shaking your head, like, what the hell? <laughs> don't direct. Don't ask me to make keep this going. It's like, don't you know, like, the absolute... No. Um, so then Miss Piggy arrives. Oh, yes. Yeah. She arrives on a dog sled, a glorious dog sled. Oh, because Doc had gone out to look for Miss Piggy. Yes, and he comes back resplendent in a uniform that she just happened to have. She has like, a Canadian like, Mountie uniform. Yeah, it's a Canadian Mountie uniform with, like, a full, like, fur hat and, like, this beautiful sleigh. And, like, she's just, like, looking at the camera, slow-mo, like, smiling. It was as so glamorous. It was <laughs> the best entrance I've ever seen. They somehow managed to get 15 dogs and a yeah. sleigh and a mountain uniform. And she had a whole change of wardrobe, too. She did, because she had a car stuck in the mud. She was trying to push the car, and she got covered in mud. So, yeah, she had a costume change in, like, this gorgeous mink, like, white mink stole business. Mm-hmm. And if that isn't, like, the draggiest entrance you've ever seen, <laughs> you're lying. Yeah, she just so happened to bring a Mountie uniform for an, <laughs> for an for adult human. human man. Right. Like, I'm like, exactly. well, Piggy has some Body kinks. measurements. And she's going to see Kermit, her boyfriend. Oh, Piggy for sure has some kinks. Oh, 100%. She... <laughs> <laughs> so, they, so she arrives, and, okay, this is where I get mad at Kermit. Okay. Because Kermit is... The worst kind of boyfriend in that he sends very mixed signals. So oh the God, whole movie, yes. he's worried about Miss Piggy, which is like, oh, that's really sweet. He's mm-hmm. so worried that she's out in the snow. Mm-hmm. What's he going to do? He can't have a good time because he's still, like, stuck on, is she okay? Then she gets there, and then they get under the mistletoe, and Kermit's like, ugh, ew, we're under the mistletoe. Gross. Yeah. It's like, bitch, like, what is your deal? Like, this is why we can't has, understand men. He has commitment <laughs> issues. 
Like, he's so concerned he's talking to her on the phone, and the second she just wants to give him a kiss on the cheek, and he's, like, repulsed by it. But that's always been their dynamic. I guess. It's like, she's, like, hopelessly devoted, and he, like, cannot be bothered to get on the same level. But he still is, though. Like, when she's not around, he cares about her, but the second she's in the room, he's like, never mind, don't touch me. Yeah. It's very weird. But it's like, I feel like it's even more than never mind, don't touch me. It's like an embarrassment of like, I don't want to be near you. I don't want to be in the same room with you. Right. It's disappointing. And you're right. Kermit the Frog is why we can't trust men. (laughs) (laughs) And he's not shy about it. He's telling everyone in the whole, all of his friends, like, I can't have fun until I know Miss Piggy's okay. Right. So it's not like they, he's like secretly like, oh, like, no, he's like open, like about that he likes her. But then she right. he wants nothing to do with her. It's... He really, but that's always been the dynamic, which is really weird. <sighs> I know. This is it, it, it frustrated me because I was like, I don't get it. You're very you're sending mixed signals, and she went through all this effort. She was trouching through the mud yeah. and the snow and the blizzard to get to see you, and like the second she steps in the door, you're like, mm, no thanks. Anyway, I feel like there's a whole. Um... A study that could be done <laughs> on like people of a certain age and like how their relationships are yeah. and how much they watched the Muppets growing up. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Right. Because like how much of uh, a man's behavior was informed by watching Kermit the <laughs> And a woman's behavior by Miss Piggy. Right. Right? I mean, we're all Miss Piggy a little bit. We are all Miss Piggy. Oh, she's a little too violent for my taste sometimes, but that's okay. I mean, that's fine. I <laughs> mean... <laughs> She's so, a lot. So after after she arrives, mm-hmm. then they the it's like the last sequence of the movie mm-hmm. where they all are gathered. And it's every, it's oh my god! I see. I was trying to wrap my brain around the technical side of this. So mm-hmm. they had approximately like sixty Muppets at least in on one set together. Yes, they had the Muppets. They had the Sesame Street gang, and in that uh, final scene, the Fraggles popped up too. So it was all three universes right there, and a human actor. And they're all sharing one set together. It was so crowded. Yeah. And, like, so we talked a little... You asked me a little bit about... Well, I just made the comment when the um, Sesame Street characters were all caroling. I was like, it's probably so crowded, like, down there with all these men, like, on their hands and knees with puppet hand, puppets. And you were like, let me tell you. I'm saving it for the podcast because no. you're a dumb idiot who doesn't know how Muppets work. No, I'm, like, a big nerd that I've looked into Muppets. <laughs> tell me how Muppets work. So it's not, they're not crawling on their hands and knees. All the sets are raised up in the air. Like all the seats, all the sets are like six feet up. Oh, so they get to stand. So they're all standing, but it's also strenuous because they actually, like, they, I'm, I'm demonstrating for Tiffany right now. Yes, they, she they're, is. they're all like this. Her arms in the air. And a lot, of, a lot of times it's two people per Muppet if it's a bigger Correct. one. So it'll be like one guy doing the left hand and one guy doing the right hand and the mouth. For like a cookie monster. Exactly. And like a Swedish chef, there'll be like one guy with the hands and the other person's doing the mouth. And when they're actually performing the puppets together, they're smushed up against each other and one of the guys' heads is in the other one's armpit. Yeah, so imagine all those dudes... Um... I have a question. Yeah. I've raised my hand. Yeah. So when they're on these elevated sets, mm-hmm. how does Big Bird work? Because there's a person oh, right. in there. Yeah, Big and Bird And Big Bird is... is in some of the scenes with all of the other right. puppets. So how does so that work? It is two human actors, really. Um, I also noticed that, remember, Big Bird was kind of off to the side. He wasn't ever in those wide shots. He was in the caroling. He was probably standing probably on the same platform that Doc was standing on. Okay. 
So, like, there's actual, like, so they were, like, just kind of when you build stairs on a step and there's multiple levels. Okay. Or, like, on a set, I mean. Do you know if it was always the same person inside Big Bird? I, f- I feel like, okay, I might be wrong, but I think in recent, very recent years, they've changed it up. But it has always been Carol Spinney. Okay. He's been doing Big Bird since it started in, like, 69. Hmm. So, from, like, 1969 until, like, I think very recently it's been the same guy for almost 50 years that's insane he does the voice and the the and the puppet does he do them at the same time i think so yeah because it's just his, he's like this so his hand is doing the mouth and he's like this and there's like a thing that he talks through oh i didn't know if it was like an adr situation or something. no it, he's the actual guy inside big bird yeah he's a legend but oh, he's like yeah. 80 now man so when he dies it's i'm gonna be real sad <laughs> who's gonna sing at his funeral I don't know, but so what? Uh, speaking of the voices, one thing I noticed. <laughs> yeah. So when they're all together, I couldn't help but notice that, and I know it's the same voice actors, but like they'll generally mix up their voices a bit. Mm-hmm. Ernie and Kermit have the exact same voice. Yeah. It's like I know it's Jim Henson for both, but it's like he doesn't even change his voice. Mm-hmm. And Bert. And Fozzie have the same voice. Bert and Fozzie definitely have the same voice. It's like, the only difference is Bert is more sad. Right. But it's the, so. I am Bert. When they kept, they, they literally would like cut back and forth between Bert and Ernie and Fozzie and Kermit. And I was like, oh my God, it's the exact same two voices. Yeah. It was very jarring because I didn't realize that it's like, oh, it's just the exact same thing. Except That's for interesting. their. Except for Kermit's the more sourpuss one a little bit. Yeah. And it's like the, the energy has just been switched. Well, and it's something you never would have noticed before because they've never been in the same atmosphere. Oh, yeah, because they did... The, so they did a play, a Christmas play. Mm-hmm. And so Kurt or Kermit and... I almost called him Kirk. <laughs> yeah, they did the night before Christmas. Yeah, so then it cuts straight to Bert and Ernie and Ernie is reading the night before Christmas and all through the house and all the right, creature. Right. And, and then... But then, it, like, Bert comes out and I'm like, oh, my God, it's literally just Kermit's voice. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I, I don't think I would have noticed that. Yeah. Anyway, and then, things you notice when you watch the Muppet <laughs> Family Christmas. For the millionth time. For, yeah, well, to be fair, there was like a 25-year gap in between. Yeah, but it didn't feel like it for you, did it? No, it felt, I remembered <laughs> it so well. Felt like coming home. Sure did. And then they're singing all their... At the very end, they're all around a fireplace. They're all crowded onto one cozy little set. And they're, they're singing like a melody of Christmas songs. Right. Um... But they're all like deep cut Christmas songs. Yeah, like King the Good King Wenceslas. Yeah, it's like weird. It's like once you're like, oh yeah, I know the, that. The but Holly and the Ivy. The Holly and the Ivy. I saw three ships come sailing. Yes. It was like I appreciated that they didn't they didn't hit all the classic hits. They're like, all the B sides. Yeah, yeah they, they hit all the B sides, and I appreciated it. Some of them I was like, is that an original song? Is that an actual Christmas? Like I don't know. I feel like Pass It On is the only one that I didn't like that didn't ring any actual bells. Yeah. So that was, I don't know, is there anything else? I mean, I mean, I don't know. It's not like you, you can't really talk about it in like a linear plot way because just so much happens. It is. It's very fast paced. It's very like. It is fast paced. It is action packed. Man, <laughs> it is jam packed full of stuff. It re- physically, like physically, <laughs> physically and like story wise. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. It was very, um, Nostalgic. Yeah. Although interesting, they also had they also had the Muppet Babies in this. Yeah. Because they watched a home movie of the Muppet Babies. 
And I've always enjoyed the Muppets. Mm-hmm. I, I think I was more of a Sesame Street person. Mm. But I always have enjoyed this world. But I've always, always, always hated the Muppet Babies. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Don't like it. That's fine. Never That's did. Fair. Was irritated they showed up here. Well, so this... Okay, so I actually know the history of this, too. Of course you do. Of course. <laughs> so the first time you ever see any kind of Muppet Babies was in one of the Muppet movies. So it was either... Mm-hmm. I think it was... It was either Muppets Take Manhattan or the Muppet Caper. Like one, it was like one of those movies mm-hmm. that you see the puppets for the Muppet Babies. And then they based the TV show off of that. And I think it premiered in like 84, 85, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. So this was actually like the Muppet Babies show had already been on for a couple of seasons mm. when they pulled out those puppets. Interesting. So, yeah. So, but no, I liked Muppet Babies, but maybe it was like I was just the right age. Like I was maybe too old for it. Maybe you were a couple years too old for it because I just, I didn't like that it was animated. Mm. And I just I don't know. I just remember I always hated it like so much. And I thought it was interesting how there was like there were several running jokes throughout this film. Yeah. Um, one of them was that Fozzie's mom kept calling Kermit a lizard. Yes. And it was like she had just met him basically because yeah. Fozzie came in and he's like, I want you to meet like my great friend, whatever, whatever. And then they put on the home movie of all of them playing together as babies. Oh right. So how did Mrs. Fozzie Bear not know Kermit as a baby yeah they were playing together so is this just like her being like specious or something well, yeah and all of them because she doesn't know any of the friends no he's like no, no they're from television i met them doing television yes but then they all were in the same nursery together yeah there was another one where so they were so all of a sudden staller and walder sh- show up sure. and they're like how did you guys get here because they came out of nowhere and the mom was like oh <laughs> I'm good friends with them. They always show up every Christmas. And it's like, you were supposed to be gone for Christmas. How did they know to show up? There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions. I don't know what they do every Christmas. <laughs> the three of them? The three of them. I'll tell you what they do. <laughs> you know what they're doing. <laughs> right. I, gosh, man. Gosh, man. Gosh, man. Gosh, man. How did this hold up for you? Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah? No, it's so... It It is one of the most cozy Christmassy like it just that that warm vibe of being like in an almost too warm house with the fireplace going it gives you a really good feeling yeah and you're like drowsy on Christmas cookies and and stuff like it, it is like that kind of feeling watching this yeah like I love how everything about it was over packed mm-hmm in a way that, like, you felt like... It was like, oh my god, there's way too many people in this house. But it felt, like, so cozy because of that. So, yeah. So, no, I I thought it was so, like, warm and charming. And I would definitely watch it again, yeah, multiple yeah. times. Do you remember the time we saw the Muppets in person? We sh- I sure do. We went to a panel at Comic-Con... Yeah. ...when they tried to reboot the Muppet show. Yeah, that's right. It oh was yeah, great. Because it was when they did that thing that was lasted for a couple seasons of like yeah, and like ABC or whatever. Yeah, it was basically they tried to do The Office, but for yeah. the Muppets. Yeah. Um. No, it was an it awesome was panel. So good. We got who was there? Miss Piggy was there. Kermit was there. Fozzie was there. Fozzie was there. Rolf was there. Rolf was there. Um. They had oh, I can't remember Rizzo, Rizzo the, rat. the Rat was it, there. New like dark horse favorite. Um. The Pepe the Shrimp. Pepe. Was he there. was amazing. Yes. He was People so lost funny. Their mind when Pepe showed up. So he was the first Muppet that appeared. 
They played it straight as if no Muppets would be showing oh, up. Oh, Mama, I was sitting right <laughs> next to you. I knew they were going to be And they're all, they they all had, had like one hand on the table talking, and then the other one was under the table. I kept leaning over to you. I was like, there's Muppets under the table, Caitlin. Caitlin, there's Muppets under the goddamn table. I, and then they brought them out. And like this room full of grown nerds, we all just like collectively us. shit our pants. I'm so excited. I got teary-eyed at one moment in that. Yeah? When, so, he's probably one of my least favorite Muppets, but, so they pull out the Rolf puppet, mm-hmm. and he's there, and he's talking, and then they mention something about how, oh, this is the, like, original Rolf puppet. We've been using the same one for 30 years, mm-hmm. like, over 30 years. So then I realized, like, oh my god, this is the same Rolf puppet that was in all the Muppet movies. Mm-hmm. He was in the Muppet Christmas special. Mm-hmm. This is the same exact puppet I've been watching since I was, bef- like, since I was little. So I got, like, teary-eyed at that. She you, wept and I clasped. I did openly weep. She clasped my hands. I handed her a handkerchief. This is all lies. <laughs> was Gonzo there? I don't... I don't think I, Gonzo was He there. might have been. Okay, so this is actually on YouTube, because I was telling somebody about this recently, and they were like, oh, yeah, I've seen that. It's on YouTube, and it went viral. Oh, so apparently... Can you see us? No, because I think it was facing the stage. Oh. We were like in like the fifth we row. So close. We were really close. We got to some us. really good pictures. There weren't that many people there either. No, it was idiots. one of the smaller rooms. And we like lined up for that. I remember we got we like went to get in line for it because we thought it was going to be like out of control. And that was the same room like right after. No, that was we were there for three shows in a row. It was that, and then the George R. R. Martin, George R. R. Martin, and Stan Lee, and Patrick Rothfuss. Remember when I like lost my mind talking oh, to him outside afterwards? Patrick Rothfuss and George R. R. Martin and the the lady Diana Gabaldon. Something from I'm Outlander. so sorry, Diana. I know you're a fan. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Outlander series. No, yeah. that was like the most pound for pound, like the best string that of shows. Best. That's right, and Stan Lee. And Stan Lee was like, yeah, the closer. Right. And we like lost our, We saw three of them, and the room wasn't even full. And it was one yeah. of the small rooms. And we just parked it at the beginning and never left. It was the greatest three hours of my life. But it was really special to get to see the Muppets like that. Oh my god. See, like when they pulled out Kermit at the end, everyone was like, lost their minds. It was really cool too because we got, we went and saw the exhibit here. Or did you go? I I I saw this exhibit in Atlanta, but it was the same exhibit. I went twice to the (laughs) one here at the Skirball Center and I loved every second of it. Except for the Muppet Babies puppets they had. But it's just so wonderful how they're literally like, if you deconstruct it and just look at it taking off the lens of nostalgia mm-hmm. or fondness it's like a towel over someone's hand with googly eyes like they're right. not intricate they're not special but like the amount of character that they put into it has been so it like lasts the test of time it's cra- it is crazy how popular it is i know it's and then sesame street is still going very strong very and these were all like conceived by one dude I mean, there's multiple people that helped yeah. along, but, like, ultimately, like, it was his, like, he was the train, like, the engine behind the train. Well, and who made a special appearance at the end of this movie? Oh, Jim Henson was in it. He was in this movie, you guys. I forgot that he it was He was him. washing the dishes with Sprocket. Yeah, he and Sprocket were just, like, they were like, oh, boy. Like, he's like, I'll wash you dry, Sprocket. Yeah, he was, like, so talking true. about, like, oh, we hear that noise up on over the hill or whatever. Like, Merry Christmas something. It was just, it was bittersweet is the right word. It was. It was, because this was only, like three years before he died yeah yeah so it was really sad but it was like really sweet that he was there yeah it was nice that he was in it yeah i enjoyed this a lot i didn't remember it that well but boy i laughed a lot we laughed a lot there was some legitimately good jokes in this i am an easy laugher 
However, <laughs> I'm not, and I laughed a lot. You did, um, but yeah, there were some genuine LOL moments. Even just like the little noises that they would, the characters would make. Right. Like I love how Fozzie and his mom, when they like greet each other, they're like, "Ah, like, <laughs> so stupid." Yeah. <laughs> it's like not even a joke, but no. it's, just, it's just so funny. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. just good. I mean, I I would probably give this like an eight. Oh, so I'm gonna give this a nine out of ten. In terms of for what it is, like a Christmas, yeah. like a family Christmas special. Yeah, it's like up there with like some of the best nostalgia for sure. Yeah, watch it if you haven't seen it, and if you have seen it, it's on YouTube for free. So go check it out. Go check it out, and then um, be sure to listen to Muppet Christmas Carol record afterwards. I'm gonna be doing that this holiday season a lot. Listen to all those classic hits like "I Saw Three Chips Come Sailing In." All those hot bops. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. As sung by, like, Miss Vicky. It's beautiful. Um. Yeah. (laughs) It was a very good way to kick off our holiday season. Sure is. Sure is. We're going to probably go watch a lot more Muppet stuff right now. Oh, 100%. No, I... Yeah. Yep. Uh I'm I'm on board. Cool. So, yeah, uh, we're on... Twitter? No, we're not. Yes, we are. You're on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. I am on Twitter, but I rarely use it. I mostly stalk other people on it. I'm at Duffosaurus Rex. You are, Jesus Christ, every time. Underscore Rex. Duffosaurus underscore Rex. D. You gotta let the children U, find you. F. F. Yourself. Oh. <laughs> underscore Rex. And you're at, T, no, you're at T Soul. T Soul, yeah. No, oh, T Soul 8 on Instagram. On Instagram, yeah. So follow her on Instagram for her hot pics. For my hot pics. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, and <laughs> we also have a show page that we never really update that frequently. We do? Yes! <laughs> at Peanut Butter and Jelly Shoes. Okay, we're at Peanut Butter and... This is Peanut Butter and Jelly Shoes, by the way. We said that. We did. Maybe. No, I definitely said it at the beginning. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so go ahead and follow her on Twitter. Sure. She's real funny. Yeah, follow Tiffany on Instagram because she's too good for Twitter. No, here's the thing. <laughs> I have Twitter, but I don't have anything to say. Mm. We have a lot of things to show. I don't even have a lot of things to show. I have things... I have nothing to show, but I have a lot of things to say, which is the worst. Oh, no. I don't, I don't think so. You're very funny. Thanks. You're welcome. Anyway, that's... I think that's it. Any last thought, thoughts? Um, any last thoughts? Thoughts? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. And, uh, yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>